ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for What Do You Call It Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of What Do You Call It Podcast. I'm your host, GB, and today's guest is the current PWA Women's Champion, Gigi Ray. How are you doing today? Thank you for coming on, by the way. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm stoked to be here. <laughs> it should be a fun episode. Uh, it's actually the first episode that I've done in a while. Well, I've actually appeared on camera because I've been unwell. I just had to squeeze that in. Um, not being thin 100%, but <laughs> the show must go on. But we're here today, so it should be a good episode. Before we kickstart the actual podcast itself, um, I want to ask, just because it sort of jumped up in my mind, uh, how was it being in No Way Jose's conga line on <laughs> WWE main event? I, I will talk about your career, but this, that sort of stood out to me. And I was just like, right, I'm going to ask it first. Um, I, I liked him as well. I thought it was a really fun gimmick, but obviously you got to be a part of it. How was it? Yeah, it was actually, it was super fun. It was super easygoing. Um, I felt very fortunate just to have the kind of that opportunity. There was a couple of us that went out from the promotion I was wrestling with in Edmonton at the time. And mm -hmm. um, some people don't get to do anything when they go to be an extra. So it was cool that we got that opportunity to do that. And you kind of just get to pick out some props and just go out there and have fun. And yeah, it was, it was a blast. No way Jose was super nice. Um, I think in that match, he wrestled Shelton Benjamin and he was super nice too. So it was really cool just to have that kind of experience it was awesome did you get to interact with any other wrestlers backstage um there was like a few people that would like walk past and it's like kind of in wrestling it's like a lot of people will like shake your hand that's kind of like a thing in wrestling yeah. uh, so some of the wrestlers would like bobby lashley was like super super nice and um mickey james was like super nice to all the extras there were a couple that would kind of give you like a head nod because they knew that you're there as an extra but yeah. some of them would just like walk right past you which was like totally fine but yeah, it was really, it was a sweet opportunity to be uh, backstage. That was the only extra uh, work I've ever done for WWE, and it was fun. I enjoyed it. I mean, it. There, there might be more. I mean, that's just, just to get the opportunity. That's awesome. I mean, I've done extra Yeah, I hope films. so. Maybe one day. I mean, for you to be on national television, I saw the clip that you uploaded on your Instagram. You look like you're having the time of your life. Why not? Like, it's, it's probably might be in a dream to be just a, be on WWE TV. Yeah, and, like, it was cool because when that aired, it was kind of like a week after I had recorded because it was on main event which they taped before raw mm -hmm. and when when you're in it you don't really know how much like how much of the camera is going to be on you and i was actually kind of surprised that the camera kind of followed me as we like came down the <laughs> ramp which was like really cool because i got to like at least show that to like my friends and family that it's like yeah i was on like this episode of like wwe and like you can actually see me on tv which was like kind of cool Oh, that's awesome that's awesome i'm gonna rewind the clocks go back to the beginning and i just want to mm -hmm. ask what actually got you into wrestling? Also, what's your first sport, by the way? What was what was the last question? What's my oh, first? Oh, sorry, I was basically asking, uh, what got you into wrestling? And was wrestling your first sport? What got me into wrestling? I just remember just watching it as a kid, like ever since probably I was like three years old is probably my first memory of watching wrestling. Mm -hmm. I have two older brothers. And so like my brothers and my dad and my mom sometimes would all watch wrestling together. And um, and like Bret Hart was like my hero growing up because like, you know, he was Canadian. He like wore pink because at the time there wasn't really a lot of like female wrestlers. Right. Mm. So it's like, well, I'm Canadian and I'm a girl and I have black hair like Bret and like I like pink. So like he was my guy. He was like my hero growing up. 
And so I just always remember it. And like my brother's favorite wrestler was Owen Hart. So it's like, we'd always kind of have this like rivalry, like, oh, Brett's better than Owen or Owen's better than Brett. So it's just something that kind of always, I grew up around inside my house. And then I just like the 97 screw job that messed me up. Like I didn't want to go to school. <laughs> the next day. Like, uh, how much time off school did you have for it? Oh, I remember like when it happened, because like even at the time, because my dad knew how much I loved Bret Hart. Yeah. And he had to like sit me down and be like, you know what, listen, like Bret's going to leave WWF. He's going to go to WCW. I just want you to know that. Right. Because it's like, I don't know, whatever the dirt sheets were back then, like yeah. all the, everyone knew that stuff was going on. So I was like, well, what does this mean? Like, do what does this mean? I have to watch WCW now. He's like, yeah, you have to watch WCW. Because at the time, like, you know, with DX coming out, it was like pretty raunchy. And like, I was a kid, my dad like didn't not want me watching that kind of stuff. So I was like, well, wherever Brett's going to go, I'm going to go. That's where I'm going to go watch. So when the screw job happened, I was like, I was floored. Like I was confused. I was like, dad, I can't go to school tomorrow. Like I, I was distraught. Like, And that's honestly like, you know, like that movie, like Inside Out with like all the different like memories that you have. Yeah, yeah. That's like like my anger memory. Like that was like the one thing as a kid I remember that like just threw me off and just like <laughs> that emotion that I had. I never experienced anything like that. I just didn't understand it because it was like, and that's probably when I started, I kind of knew wrestling wasn't real. Yeah. But that's where I started like figuring out like there's all this behind the scenes stuff that's like, yeah. So that's like 97 Survivor Series. It still gets me when I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so I've never had like, that sort of reaction towards Montreal and you being yourself like a proud Canadian and a loyal Bret Hart fan. Yeah. And it's, I can tell it's still like just talking about now as a sore subject, I can tell. It still is, especially <laughs> since it's like, and cause like Shawn Michaels was his biggest rival. Right. And like, so I hated Shawn Michaels, but I knew how great he was. And like, yeah. even now he's still like one of the, he's the greatest of all time really. And like, but it took me a long time to like really start being like yeah okay like Shawn Michaels but like because him and Brett hated each other and then even the things that they did a couple of years ago I'm like ah, I don't yeah. trust them but like literally when Shawn Michaels teases his return Bret Hart and it's like ah, I got you again that was brutal. I know like I hate this guy I hate this guy but he's <laughs> but so good he's, like, he's so good he's so uh, good. I just watched the ruthless aggression episode of like his the retribution of Shawn Michaels and it's yeah He's so good. He's he's like, the best. Like what a comeback! I, I think if someone said that in '99 that he would turn it all around, stop doing drugs, you know, find gods yeah. and become. If I think if he's so retired, I probably would have said Brett's my favorite all time. But because Sean mm -hmm. had that second run, that's why I say Sean now as my favorite. Yeah. Well, and then his second run was like he was better than he was before. Like, how yeah. is that even possible? And like, and like my favorite match of all time, and it's like I could watch that, and I get the same feels every time. Is like Undertaker and Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 25. Like that Amazing. match is just like phenomenal, and I yeah. always get like the goosebumps watching it. Like, oh, I love that match so much, and like, and yeah, and it's Shawn Michaels who like I hated growing up. I think that's like, what Brett said that turned around why he came back in 2010 because of yeah. that match and how um, Harry and Tyson Kidd and Natty when they were at the Heart Foundation East W, mm -hmm. how they were treated with Sean. They were like, oh, he's actually changed. And then that's where he came back. And But it's, it's that match is that, oh, I could watch that over and over. Storytelling. Oh, so good. I mean, just, I could literally just talk about it all day long. I mean, that, what, the other match that I have is Bret Hart and Owen Hart, WrestleMania 10. I oh, that yes, that one. I was going to say that one too. Oh, so good. And like, even just like the looks that they give each other in that match, like there's so much storytelling, like just mm -hmm. outside of the actual wrestling. Like that match is like, also, Masterpiece. 
one of the yeah masterpiece absolutely wrestling perfection so yes as you declared your love for brett and (laughs) (laughs) not my my love for brett and like my secret love for sean (laughs) it's not a secret anymore but (laughs) so just i think what you said about much of did generally crack me up i've never spoke to a guest in 61 60 episodes so I love a first time on the show. That's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're using that as a separate clip, definitely. So I yeah. want to ask, what actually inspired you to make the decision to train and become a professional wrestler? Um, I think like as a kid, it's like, you know, you see it on TV and you're like, oh, I want to do that someday, right? And then uh, growing up, like I think by the time I got to high school when I was in college, I wasn't really watching wrestling anymore. And then 2015, I got back into watching it. Um, I caught WrestleMania 31 and I was like, yeah, you know this is like still like pretty entertaining mm-hmm. and so I started uh, wa- watching it a bit more going to a couple live events um when WWE would be in town and and I've always been really athletic and I've always like I've always seen myself as an athlete and an, as like a performer like I used to like sing at church I was always like a very like standout high school athlete I played college basketball I've always wanted to do something athletic that's just how I am and so then when I would see the live events of the of the women wrestling now and like these girls that can really go like Sasha and Charlotte and Becky and Bailey, all these girls who are like putting on really good matches. Incredible. I was just like, like I think I could do that. Yeah, I was like, I think I could do this. And I was getting into like MMA at the same time and um, watching like UFC and whatnot. And um, so I tried a little bit of like kickboxing and MMA and I realized that like I didn't really want to get hit like that all the time. <laughs> And so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to give wrestling a try. And like uh, earlier, um, my brother actually was training to be a wrestler and didn't really like pan out. He ended up quitting um, for whatever reasons. Um, But I was like, I want to give it a try. And then so once I tried it, I just, I loved it. And it's Mm. like, it's all I want to do now. All I want to do is wrestle. So... Yeah. I can see the passion on your social media as well. Because you've you've been training, well, basically been a wrestler for the last, what, three, four years? Uh, No, it's actually only been two years. But I started training right before the <laughs> pandemic. So, like, I started training. I was probably only in wrestling for maybe, like, five months. Mm-hmm. And then training and having matches. And then everything shut down. So, I went, like, almost a year without training until I moved down here to, to the States. And so, it's really been just over a year that I've actually had, like, in-ring experience, training experience. Mm-hmm. Maybe about a year and a half now. So, so I just want to go back to your training just before I talk about your move to America and for Booker T's school um you trained at top talent wrestling academy mm-hmm. i just want to ask what were some of your biggest challenges in terms of training uh biggest challenges i think um i know for me on a personal level just like the commitment i had mm-hmm. to have um because the people i was training with i love them so much and they were so encouraging to me but i just i wasn't there as much as i wanted to be um because of work and like my personal life i just yeah. i wanted to be there more so it's like with wrestling it's like it's about repetitions. It's about like getting in there and doing it again and again and again and getting good at it and getting great at it. And I just felt like my challenge was that I wasn't there enough. And like, even down here, I feel like I I need to be in the ring more. So it's something I really want to try to like hone in, especially going into like the new year, especially since I've picked up a lot more, like kind of like steam with my wrestling career. I just, I want to get in there and I want to get like even better than I am now. And, and yeah, so I think that was probably my biggest struggle was just like realizing the time commitment that it takes to train and to be a wrestler. No, I respect that. I respect that. Not, not an answer I don't think I've actually heard before, um, but I can imagine obviously the commitment to be a prof- mm-hmm. professional wrestler. I mean, I've only done one trade once and I've just realized I'm just going to sit and talk to wrestlers instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like, that's the thing too. You have to like, it's, it's really hard on your body. 
Yeah. And so it's like when, yeah, we all know that like, yeah, wrestling's not real, but like it is a real risk you're putting your body in. So it's like, even when I tell my friends or whoever, um, people that I know, like, oh yeah, I'm a wrestler. Like, oh yeah, well, it's fake. And I'm like, okay, well, my broken hand isn't fake. And like mm. my misaligned hips aren't fake. And like my swollen ankle is not fake. Like it's really hard on your body. So it's like, you have to really like kind of get over that mental, men- I don't know, that mental struggle that it's like, you're putting your body through like pain really. And you get kind of used to it. Yeah. But it's, yeah, wrestling's like, it's, it's not easy on you. Oh, I can imagine. Like, as a performer, that must offend you so much. I mean, as a fan, I still get it. Yeah. Like, oh, it's fake. I was like, oh, you watch a reality show. I don't judge you for that. Like, I don't care. Like, but yeah. to actually do it and then be told that, I bet you like. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> no, but now, you, get, you, you have to get used to it. And it is what it is. And some people yeah. just, they'll never really understand the art form of wrestling. Yeah. And, uh, and that's something I've really like, um, appreciated as I've become a wrestler is like the art behind it. And just when you get to talk to other wrestlers and hear their creativity and understand like how they want to put things together, it is very like artistic and it's beautiful. And it's like, and when it's done right, there's nothing as I think as amazing as like pro wrestling. Mm. Like just that the reward that you know that you've done something special, put it yeah. all together, and then yeah. there's there's a finished artwork. No, I like that. That's a good way to put it to explain it. Um, you actually explained just before you during the pandemic, obviously it stopped you from wrestling full time, and then you made your way down to America. Is it Texas to Yeah, I'm in Texas. I'm in Houston. So that was to five time champion for tea, so I had to squeeze that five in. <laughs> yeah. Does he does he mention it a lot by the way? Has he when you've met him, has he squeezed in? as an introduction um I don't not really but you can just tell he's always a performer he's always Booker T he's always like a little bit extra in like a good way but it's <laughs> yeah. just yeah he's he is who he is and I think that's awesome and yeah ah, he's a really awesome. cool guy I do love him to be fair um yeah how was it wrestling for reality uh of wrestling which which has actually been founded by Booker T who I've just mentioned um, uh it was really cool it was um their their show that they have on YouTube is like really really well produced and like very polished so I knew that for me that's like that's where I wanted to be and like I didn't know how long it was going to take for me to like come down to Houston and start training and actually get on a reality of wrestling show and it only took me about like three months which like I think is like pretty good um I was just really happy to get that opportunity I was like in the gym as much as I could to show them how much I wanted to be there and how much I wanted to improve and 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 be part of of their program and so I I got that opportunity probably within three months of training down there and Mm -hmm. I've done I think about three shows with them now and hopefully more to come and yeah it's been it's been really cool every the locker room is great um the producers are great Booker's great Charmel's great like it's a really it's like a real family is kind of what we call it and yeah it's super supportive and it's, it's a it's a great environment there are any major differences between wrestling in canada and in america there isn't really i haven't really noticed too many differences to be honest um mm-hmm. i think just like the scale of it is a lot bigger down here than it is in canada um there's a lot more places to wrestle a lot more people to wrestle like when i was back at home in uh canada like there was only really like six five or six like women that I could wrestle and like I know a lot of them are doing intergender matches which is like totally fine and like I love that um but there just wasn't as many opportunities for us to get out and wrestle or even just like distance wise Mm. like if you wanted to go wrestle for another promotion you had to drive like six seven eight hours away whereas like here in Texas there's like a new promotion every couple like 45 minutes yeah and you can wrestle for all of them 
And so there's just a, a lot more opportunity for, um, for me to wrestle down here than there is at home. Oh, okay. That's fine. So it's just basically a bigger scale, more opportunities, yeah. but the actual wrestling is the same. Just I only ask because like the UK is a lot different to America. The fans are very loud. We've got chants. We like to get maybe too involved sometimes and it's yeah. a bit more technical and sometimes it can be considered a bit boring from the Americans, which mm. I've been told. Um, but this is, that's why I thought I'd ask that's all. And you mentioned about um, wrestling sort of um, same girls in Canada. Have you wrestled uh, Ava Lawless by any chance? I haven't. And like, I, I want to wrestle her and I know she wants to wrestle me too. Cause we actually started wrestling together. We went to the same like mini camp. Yeah. And that's where we first met. And she was kind of really like my first like friend in wrestling. And we kind of started off at the same, um, at the same level. And, uh, and I know she's doing some really, really amazing things now. And um, yeah, I would really love to wrestle her. And uh, we have awesome. like video of us, like learning how to like chain wrestle for like the very first time. And it's like <laughs> kind of funny to go back and watch now. Cause we're just such dorks when we're like learning it for the first time. So it's really cool to kind of see like how far both of us have come. And I would really love an opportunity to wrestle her in the future. Uh, I hope there's some promoters out there listening to this. Get it booked. The only reason I mentioned is just I've had her on the show before, and uh, she was a pretty good guest. So I thought maybe if you've had, you know, if you're actually friends with her, and sort of maybe stir it up a little bit, get a fight going, you know, get promoted. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. She's she's great. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, my actual first introduction to you was Thunder Rose's Mission Pro Wrestling. Uh, a lot of the matches can be found on YouTube, and. Um, Oh, she produces excellent women's wrestling, in uh, mm -hmm. my opinion. I mean, obviously, it's got a strong following, so I think a lot of people agree with me on that one. I just want to ask, how was... I want to ask about your debut, because you're on the actual roster now, aren't you? Pardon? So you're yeah. on the roster now uh, for Thunder yes, Rose. I am, yeah. yeah. I just want to mm -hmm. speak about your debut. I just want to oh, ask, my how debut. I... Lady Bird Monroe? Yes, yeah. I was actually, like... So, um... That was, I went to just like a training seminar. They were having a show out in Conroe, which is about an hour north of Houston. Mm -hmm. And Thunder Rosa was running a seminar up there. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go in the, uh, I'm going to go see what I can do. And I want to go get trained by Thunder Rosa, see if I can like, obviously I'm going to learn something from her. And on the flyer, it was like, make sure you bring your gear because two people are going to get chosen to be added to the show that night. So oh, like, wow. I was hoping I could get that opportunity, but I wasn't really like expecting it. And then me and Lady Bird were chosen to have a match. And that was like really awesome. And so I wasn't, I, I was prepared, but I wasn't prepared at the same time. Like I didn't really believe I was going to get that opportunity. So that was just really cool to kind of just be in that environment and kind of just like kind of fly by the seat of your pants and just like, yeah, you're on the show now. I felt really bad because I like, I left my dog at home for like way longer than I should have because I wasn't Aww. expecting to like be out in Conroe for like, all day really because the yeah. seminar was at 10 and I didn't end up getting home till probably like one or two in the morning um but yeah so it was really cool it was just I know it's just one of those things where it's like you just kind of be open to opportunities mm. that you get and just throw yourself into it and sometimes good things can happen and yeah it's, it was cool I mean the fans were into it uh, I know it's like yeah. you, guys, you both got good reaction as well so like even like the feedback yeah it was the cool because yeah good. she's from she's from Texas Ladybird, and like I'm from Canada so then it was kind of just like this Canada, Texas view <laughs> that we had kind of going on. There was like some, you know, there's always like the fans in the crowd. They're always cheering for like the heel. So it's like people were giving me Canada chance. I was like, sure. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> so, whatever. Oh, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so you just 
basically discussed your debut, said it went well. I just want to talk about your run in Mission Pride moment. So I just feel like uh, who have been some of your other favourite opponents that you wrestled there? Um, well, other than that match with Lady Bird, um, I've only been on one other Mission Pro show. Mm-hmm. I wrestled um, Alejandra Lyon, and she's, um, I think she's out of Dallas, and she's really good. I think she's done some stuff on AEW Dark, and she's wrestled at Row at Reality of Wrestling, and she was really fun to work with, and then Nova Phoenix as well. Um, she was really great to work with because she's she's a bigger girl. She's almost like, I think she's like six feet tall. So it's 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 fun to wrestle someone that size, especially when you're smaller because like, just like the difference in like your abilities. Yeah. So that was really fun to wrestle both of them in the same match. We had a triple threat match and um, I, it was a fun match. Like um, we had a lot of, I don't know, it was just good. Like we had the crowd going and um, it was, it was just fun to be a part of it. And then my next match, and then I'll be wrestling with Mission Pro and end of January coming up. Oh, nice. So that'll be my next match. Do you them. know who you're wrestling against? I don't know yet. Oh, okay. So I'm excited <laughs> to find out. Oh, nice. I will actually talk about your if you've got any future opponents or any dream matches uh, that you'd like to sort of have in the future. Uh, just before that, just a few more questions, and then I shall let you enjoy your day. So I want to go back to something I said at the beginning, uh, and that was I mentioned about being the current PWA Women's Champion. I've heard you mention it before that um, obviously winning it was important to you. I just want to ask, what was your reaction to winning the championship? Oh, I was, I was shocked. <laughs> I was very, very shocked. That was actually my very first wrestling match that I won that title. So I didn't, it was, Bloody it was hell. a lot at once. Yeah. Really, you know, kind of, I was only training in wrestling for maybe two or three months at the time from like the moment I actually like stepped in a wrestling ring and mm-hmm. started training to having my first debut match in my hometown. And then to like win the championship, it was, it was crazy. It was like, I don't know. I didn't even really like kind of comprehend how like cool that was until like being like away from the fact and especially since it kind of it was unfortunate that like obviously when like COVID happened I didn't really get to like have a title run or anything like that so it is still something I wish I can still do I'm not like in Canada anymore I'm still technically the champ but like um yeah so I don't really know it's kind of like I had it and it was all of everything was kind of like taken away at the same time so, um, yeah, I don't know. It was awesome. It was, it's cool to kind of like be like the champion. <laughs> now, unfortunately, the pandemic changed the world, but we are coming out of it slowly. So mm-hmm. won't, won't talk about it because it's a bit of a downer. Um, what's your favorite match you've been involved in so far in your career? Because it's still early days. Um, so far, um, it sounds kind of silly, but my favorite match was actually a gimmick match. It was a trash can match that I had with Lady Bird Monroe in Austin. And it was, it was really fun. I think it was, everyone told us it was the best match of the night. It was, it was fun to kind of like have just like a different dynamic because other than like having just like a singles match or a tag match or a triple threat, um, I haven't had like a gimmick match and it's fun. It's just like, you can be really creative with like the trash cans and the props and stuff. And you can kind of, I don't know, you just have so many more outlets to like <clears throat> have your create, spread your creativity. And so that was like really fun. And like, I don't know, I've always liked kind of like gimmick matches. So it's like, it's part of the entertainment part of pro wrestling. And so I thought it was a super entertaining match. Um, her and I had a lot of fun doing it. And and yeah, that's probably my favorite match that I've had. Is that curiosity? What is a trash <laughs> trash can match? Is it just that they're surrounded ring? or you Yeah, you're just ring? allowed to use garbage cans. That's pretty <laughs> much all it was. Just want to double check. It's not like a tables match. First yeah, and it was fun because her and I kind of had like, um, we had a story and it was the first time I think that I've actually felt like I was part of storytelling in wrestling. Mm. 
because even when I started wrestling, I didn't really understand when people were like, oh, we're telling a story. And I was like, what do you mean we're telling a story? I just thought it's like moves and it's like a fight, right? But like her and I, we had a couple matches that like led up to that. And like, so there was a huge story behind it. There was a huge story arc about how like we were friends at the beginning and now we're not friends. And now we have to like go at each other with these trash cans to kind of like bury the hatchet. So we got to tell this like month and a half long program of matches to like end in a trash can match. And, and it was a blast and it was so fun. And it's like, I didn't even win. And it was just like, it was my, I had so much fun. Like she literally power bombs me through a trash can at the end. And I remember going through it and I was like, that was the best. Like it was so fun. Like it was just awesome. It was fun to be part of that. (laughs) And the energy from the crowd that like, they were so into it. And yeah, it was, it was, it was really fun. I love that. Only in wrestling. Oh, that was brilliant. Again, again, to go through a trash can. Yeah. And it didn't hurt as much as I thought it was going to hurt. And I told her, I was like, just fucking, oh, sorry. I'm like, just let me through this thing. And, and yeah, so when I went through the trash can at the end, I was like, yeah, that was awesome. (laughs) I love it. I need wrestling. Um, If you had to describe yourself in three words, what would they be? Uh, Three words. I'm pretty goofy. Athletic. I know. I think I'm funny, but <laughs> the what's your reaction did genuinely crack me off. So I'll, 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 yeah. I'll you get a thumbs up from me on that one. Thanks. I don't know. No, that's fair. I just it's something I've been asking recently. And it's quite it can be quite interesting. You get funny answers from that one. That's good. Who in wrestling right now would you like to wrestle against? Active. Um, active. And this is like as like big as you want, right? Anyone in the world. Anyone in the world. Um, I would love to wrestle Asuka. I would love to go to just like Japan in general and wrestle like anyone in Japan. Like that's like one of my top goals is to go wrestle there. Um, there's a lot of girls just around here in like Texas. I think I'd like to wrestle. I don't, I don't know, but like Asuka, Sasha Banks, kind of like, you know, your trifecta of like your amazing like women's wrestlers. But, um, and then, yeah. You can go dream then. We can go past or present then. If it, if it allows you to sort of think outside the box a little bit, then you can say China or I don't know. Um, well, yeah. we're really outside the box. My ultimate, ultimate dream would be rest, would be to wrestle Ronda Rousey in WWE. That's like, nice. Yeah. She's I like, actually I, miss her. I really do. I miss her. I love her. I loved her from UFC. I loved her from like all the stuff she did in the Olympics. I read her mm. book. Like I'm like such a mark, Ronda Rousey mark. And I just... Yeah, I would. She would be my dream, dream opponent. <laughs> She's great, honestly. I, I genuinely miss her. Like, like you said, like what she achieved in UFC, and just like she was only wrestling for like a year, and she did so much. And yeah, sort of everyone she wrestled with, I feel like she sort of elevated them. Elevated, absolutely. And it's like, of course, it's like, um, because there's just those people that kind of just have that star potential about them. And of course, it's like they. She was like very heavily pushed, but like mm. even to look at the matches that she had with people like like Ruby Riot or Ruby Soho at the time, it's like, that was like Ruby's best match that she's had. You know, mm. it's not just that, like she was having these great matches with like Sasha and Charlotte. Like she was like having great Nikki matches Bella. with everyone. That match was and brilliant, like, that evolution. Yeah, so like, that's just a testament, I think to just how talented she really is. And mm. like, I loved her in WWE. I really hope she comes back. <laughs> I think so. I miss her. Yeah. Uh, she's she's being the mom now. So good on her. Yeah. Good, good on, on her. her. Yeah. And I just love like her lifestyle, how her and her husband just have this farm and they're so self-sufficient and like, 
Yeah, she just like, seems so cool. Dance, she's actually a bit of a nerd as well, like a massive nerd, actually. Yeah, like she does like, like streams and stuff. Like, she's like, she's like, she's awesome. I love. Her. Yeah, she's awesome. I I love her. So I, I hate when people hate on her. It's just I know. Like, like, don't talk to me if you don't like Ronda Rousey. Don't talk to me. It's like fuck off, haters. Yeah, <laughs> Ronda, if you listen to this, like, get in touch with JJ, make it happen. Oh, you know? Ronda, I love you. You're the best. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Last question, and then I will officially let you go. What is your current goal? investing i think you might have touched a little bit when you mentioned about japan but do you have mm-hmm. any specific goals in wrestling right now um my current goals in wrestling um yeah i would love to wrestle in japan i would love to wrestle in the uk as well Yay. and Sorry. yeah i just <laughs> i just i want to make wrestling my career i want it to be like the biggest part of my life and um and yeah i want to be able to wrestle on tv someday and i just i just want to like be a wrestler all the time and so, like, Japan, UK, I just want to travel the world and, like, wrestle wherever that is. Um, whatever promotion that's for, that's that's my goal. I just... just still, just still a great days for you as well. Like, and, you know, the fact that you've already made that sort of... You've jumped from Canada to Texas already. You know, rest Booker T's company, Thunder Rose's company, which produces... Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of a company, Mission Pro Wrestling. And as I said earlier, that's how I discovered you. So, it's the sky's the limit, early days, and... It's probably gonna happen and i'll brag about this interview like <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no that's awesome that's awesome uh where can the fans yeah. and the listeners find you on social media um i am on instagram and twitter it is gg wrestling mm-hmm. um those are the only platforms i'm on so that's where you can find me awesome i will put the details in the description below but i want to thank you for coming on today it's been a blast montreal thank is you so much head right now uh fair yeah. listen to this episode there's going to be more episodes of what you call it podcast coming out soon hopefully in my next episode i'm 100 still a bit rough at the moment but for now everyone have a good weekend and take care hello there i've got a special announcement for my next guest This is the CEO of Shane Taylor Promotions and the baddest of all time, Shane Taylor himself. And you are listening to the What Do You Call It podcast. You heard. The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at WrestlingWithJonas.com.